Hey guys, it's me, Kile. I know usually on the podcast, I'm interviewing or chatting it up with a mom or a dad, sharing their story and their experiences during this parenthood journey. And trust me, that's my favorite thing about doing the podcast is hearing so many amazing stories and testimonials. However, during this quarantine, I wanted to do something a little different because there's been a lot of different experiences and emotions of my own that I wanted to somehow use this as an outlet for it to be therapeutic, not necessarily therapy for me during this time. So I'm going to go week by week of my different experiences and emotions during this time that we're all navigating the best we can, honestly. So welcome to Diaries during quarantine. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of that show back in the day that we used to watch with our favorite celebrities. The one when they used to start and say, you think you know, but you have no idea. This is the diary of (laughs) Keelay Carter. (laughs) So diaries during quarantine, like how am I dealing with this quarantine? I'm dealing with it the best I can, just as much as you guys are. Um, In the beginning, you know, it was something that was unknown. I pretty much started this thing jokingly. If I'm being honest, like the whole Rush grocery store jokes, the Target trips, the racking up on wine and alcohol, etc. It wasn't necessarily that I felt like this wasn't real. I just didn't know what it was. And sometimes like humor and things kind of helps me um, be less anxious or make things less traumatic. And it kind of served as a door to kind of keep fear out at the moment for me. So, you know, like the social media jokes and everything, I really didn't think it was going to be as serious as it's gotten. Um, And not to say that I took it lightly from the beginning, but honestly, like I remember that first day being in St. Charles Mall, getting my eyebrows done. Um, This was before everything went down, of course. Getting my eyebrows done. I was buying my kids, you know, starting to do summer shopping at H&M. I found vans on sale like Kohl's. I was in the group chat. We were having a good old time. We were talking about racking up on wine. And it was a fun, fun, jokingly time at at the time. Um, But then it got real because as I'm walking out of St. Charles Mall, we get the announcement that schools are going to be closed for two whole weeks. And I'm like, oh, crap, our kids about to be home for two whole weeks. And I think that's when all the like parenting memes came out and they were hilarious, to be honest. We were all having a good time. So like when schools close. I personally, I know I went to the stores and I prepared myself for what I thought homeschooling would look like. Like I was very confident in the beginning. Like I went to the stores and I got workbooks and I got scheduling tools and I got fun activities from Five Below and Target. And like, who knew? Who knew that this would be our life for like months at this time? So I immediately, my first round of emotions was like, oh, this will be great. Like I'm going to be home all day, every day. I don't have to go into office and see people that I don't necessarily like to see. Um, I'm going to be home every day with my kids. I'm going to be home every day with my husband and I can still 
I can like still spend time with my sisters and my mom and my grandma because like that was when they were saying, oh, it's only like 50 and under crowds. So I'm like, okay, that'll be a breeze. Like we can hang out later at night. We don't have, you know, um, to worry about morning commutes or going to work all day. I mean, we are still working at home, of course, which ended up being a lot more different than what I thought it was going to look like. But I just thought it was going to be a breeze in the beginning. So I'm like, okay, there's no commute to work. I don't have to get the kids up and ready for school. We can still kind of live our semi-normal lives. And I remember because my mom's birthday was March 16th. She turned the big six zero, the big 60. And we were supposed to have a Motown theme party. So we were kind of gearing up for that. And on her birthday uh, was when they kind of announced that the restaurants and movie theaters and everything will be closing at five o'clock that day. So I remember my sister and I taking her out for lunch um, right before that happened. And, you know, we enjoyed lunch at Longhorn or whatever. And then she got the call from the firehouse where she was supposed to have her big party. Um, and she was just like disappointed, um, that things had to be canceled because, you know, they said the 50 and under crowd was like it. And we knew we were going to be expecting more than 50 people. And so my mom was like, oh, I can't have my party. And it was kind of a bummer for me to have to see her so disappointed at the time. So we tried to make the best of it um, during that time. But it's kind of hard, you know, with the milestones and seeing people disappointed. And especially in the beginning, because we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what to feel. We didn't know, like, what was to come at all. I know I did it. I don't know about you guys. Um, so later that weekend, I remember my mom saying, well, let's just get together, just us. And if you know me, my family, my immediate family is pretty, pretty hefty. Like I have three sisters, I have three nieces, a nephew, and then you have my husband, um, my stepfather, um, my grandma, AKA mama. If you follow my Instagram, you've seen her on the TikTok, uh, which is hilarious, um, and so we went to my sister's house and we kind of just had like a family gathering, you know, it's 50 and under, we're good, you know, things were great. We had a great time that night. And so that really like confirmed like, oh, this is about to be kind of fun. This is going to be good. We're going to spend more time together. Um, but that's just not how things worked out as we see. So there was a lot going on with that. And then during that first hump, I know like... um Jackson's daycare was still open, even though schools were closed, child care centers were still open. And granted, he goes to like a in-home daycare and I love, love, love his daycare. Um, I know that it's clean. I know that he's safe. I, I know that I have the peace of mind to go to work without worrying about things. But I figure, oh, we're all home. Why should I send him to daycare? So during that first hump, I had like a decision to make since schools were closed, childcare wasn't, but the anxiety in me started to flare up. The big, the fear in me began to set in. And I started to like have conversations with myself. Like I began to pray. I began to talk to my husband about what he thought would be best with Jack's going to daycare during this time. Like once I been, I don't want to be a mad, a bad mom and have him like begin to fall back educationally and socially. 
But then on the other end, I also don't want to risk his safety either. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was kind of like, okay, if I send him and then he gets sick, I'm going to blame myself. If I don't send him and I feel like he's, you know, lagging in the educational department or the social department, then I'm going to blame myself. So it was pretty much like those emotions were overwhelming because I felt like I was in a lose-lose battle with myself and the decisions that I would make. And I'm telling you, that's why I always say to people, I never experienced anxiety as much as I did until I became a parent. Because I feel like the decisions that we make for our kids are like lasting decisions. And I never want to be a parent that makes the wrong decision and blame myself for it. So anyway, the decision was made. Jackson would stay home with the rest of us. So now I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old home, and I'm trying to teach what I could at least. Like I'm not, um, I don't have a college degree. I'm not a teacher. I sometimes don't have the patience to be a teacher. You know, um, I can do what I can do as a mom. And I can, you know, at this time they weren't giving out lesson plans. The teachers weren't, they were just communicating just to make sure like the children were adapting okay for the two weeks. There was no lesson plans. There was no guidance. It was pretty much like go with the flow. And so in the beginning, like I said, I felt confident. I'm like, I can do this. You know, I can teach my kids, you know. And so I wanted them to be on a semi-normal schedule during this time, you know. And so I would wake them up. You know, we would have our breakfast. I would get reading supplies together. We would do reading time. We would do music time. We would do math time. We would do handwriting practice and and things like that. And I really, really thought I was killing it. And some of you guys have, were like encouraging me and, and motivating me and messaging me like, girl, you got this. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I got this. I was doing the best that I could, you know, finding different online resources, finding different YouTube um, resources. And it became the new normal for that time. So I was just like, I'm going to try and teach what I could and work from home on my full-time job. This was like the curve. Like this was a moment in truth where I said, I can do this. And so I did. I did the best I could. But then I realized, wait a minute, Keelay. These kids are home all day, 24-7, every day. And so the meals thing kind of began to set in. Like, crap. I was shocked. Like, wait, now I have to incorporate meal prep and meal schedules for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which means I now have to sit down and try to think of everything I want to cook and do a mean grocery haul. And when I tell y'all that first bill kind of took me out, like I almost fainted. I was like, you know, like... I'm usually like a grocery person. Like I always go to three grocery stores. I do Sam's, I do Food Lion and Safeway, or I do Walmart and Target. Sometimes I do four or five grocery hauls stores. Um, But this was different because, you know, 
before this got very, very serious like it is now, it was like, okay, let's stock up because we don't know what's to come. Like the news don't know nothing. They're not telling us nothing. They're pretty much like stock up, you know? So I'm thinking in my mind, like, oh, we're about to, my mindset was, oh, let's stock up like a snowstorm type thing. So that was just a lot. And like I said, that first week, honestly, first two weeks, I was okay. You know, I felt okay. I felt good. I felt confident. I felt like, okay, this isn't going to last long. You know, that's where my mindset was. But Lord behold, things changed. So on to week three and four. <laughs> Stay tuned. I want to scream so loud for you. Cause I'm so proud of you. And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do. Mama, I know I act a fool. But I promise you I'm going back to school. I appreciate what you allow for me. I wanna tell the whole world about a friend of mine This little light of mine, I'm finna let it shine I'm finna take y'all back to them better times I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind I was three years old when you and I moved to the shy Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold You picked me up something that was good for my soul Famous homie chicken soup, can I have another bowl? You work late nights just to keep on the lights Mommy got me training with so I could keep on my bike And you would give me anything in this world Michael Jackson left the end of club but didn't get me on curl And you never put no man over me And I love you for that, mommy, can't you see? Seven years old, caught you with tears in your eyes Cause a nigga cheating, telling you lies Then I started to cry as we knelt on the kitchen floor I said, mommy, I'ma love you till you don't hurt no more And when I'm older, you ain't gotta work no more And I'ma get you that mansion that we couldn't afford See, y'all, unbreakable, unmistakable Highly capable, lady that's making loot A living legend too, just look at what heaven do Send us an angel and I thank you, mama I, I wanna scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do, mama I know I act a fool, but I promise you I'm going back to school I appreciate what you allow for me I just want you to be proud of me Mama said, life is like a box of chocolates My mama told me go to school, get your doctorate Something to fall back on, you could profit with But still supported me when I did the opposite Now I feel like it's things I gotta get Things I gotta do, just to prove to you You was getting through, can the choir please Give me a verse of you, are so beautiful to me can't you see? You're like a book of poetry. Maya Angelou, Nikki Giovanni. Turn one page and there's my mommy. Come on, mommy, just dance with me. Let the whole world see your dancing feet. Now when I say hey, y'all say mama. Now everybody answer me. Come Tell me what kind of S-type Don the West like Tell me the perfect color 
so I make it just right It don't gotta be Mother's Day or your birthday For me to just call and say Mama, I wanna scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do You know I love you so I never let you go Wrote this song just so you 